0: During this month, we have been reflecting on the four P's of evangelization, how to share our faith with others. And today we reflect on the last P, that we call it the P of Presence, or in other words, Testimony of Life. So if it is your first Sunday here at St. Michael's, you can just know that this is the last chapter. Maybe come back in three years and listen to the other three or... Listen to each of them in in the podcast of the parish. So testimony of life refers to this positive influence that a Christian life can exercise upon others. It's this magnetism, this attraction that the joy, the, the charity, the peace, the love of a Christian can exercise in those who do not believe. Paul VI, in, in this document, Evangelii Nunciandi, in point 21, speaks about this testimony of life. And he says, take a Christian or a handful of Christians, so either the testimony of one person or the testimony of a community, take a Christian or a handful of Christians who radiate in an altogether simple and unaffected way their faith, in values that go beyond current values, and their hope in something that is not seen. Through this worldless witness, these Christians stir up irresistible questions in the hearts of those who see how they live. Why are they like this? Why are they like this? So testimony of life, says Paul VI, in another section, is like a Silent homily, like a homily without words. You might think, Father, that's a great idea. Just like <laughs> stay silent, and that would be awesome. It's a paradoxical image. A silent homily, a homily like a message without words, the message of your life. And the key of this testimony of life or this message is stirring up this question. Why is this person like this? Not in a negative way, no? Like, why is he like this? No, it's like, why? Why is this person joyful? Why is this person so peaceful? Why this guy never gossips at work? Why he doesn't waste time on the phone when he's working or she's working? That's testimony of life. And it's the first act of evangelization, says Paul VI. It's the initial act of evangelization is kind of the first step that triggers the question, why is this person like this? And again, we look at St. Paul as the example of evangelization. And today, Paul, in in, in the second reading, he's speaking to Timothy. He says, the time of my departure is at hand. Remember, he's in prison and he's going to die. So this departure is basically his martyrdom. Most likely, he was beheaded. That's what Christian tradition says. And then he says, I have competed well. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. From now on, the crown of righteousness awaits me, which the Lord, the just judge, will award to me. So Paul is going to die. He writes to Timothy, and he says this beautiful phrase, I have competed well. Most of translations, they translate that phrase as, I have fought the fight. I have fought the good fight. If you pay attention, Paul is using two images of the athletic world, the race, I have finished the race, and the fight. He lives in, in Rome, and in those times, the, the contests of gladiators or, or boxing contests were very common. So Paul is using these two analogies of a race and a contest or or a fight, but let's focus on this one. I have fought the good fight. In Spanish, it's "he peleado el buen combate de la fe," and in Latin, "certa bonum certamen." Just a hint: this is going to be your homework, so you can start memorizing. Fight the good fight. That's the final exhortation of Paul to Timothy. I have fought the good fight. You fight the good fight. So why is this phrase an example of testimony of life? Because in order to bear witness to Christ with your life, you need two ingredients of the good fight. By the way, good is, is the, the word in Greek is kalos, it's also beautiful. Fight the beautiful fight. So the two ingredients of testimony of life are duration, and intensity think of this analogy of a fight so when you are fighting or when you are um, racing or running a race you need to do it till the end you cannot give up halfway you cannot say okay i run five miles i'm done with this marathon well, i mean you can say that but you will lose but the point is in a fight or in a race you go till the end That's kind of the aspect of duration. And that's what Paul is saying. I have fought the good fight. I have run the race. I have kept my faith. Paul is saying to Timothy, since my conversion in Acts 9, I had so many struggles. Fr. Aaron related them last week in the letter of Paul to Corinthians, like shipwrecks, um, hunger, jail, persecution, stoning people um, abandoning him, the thorn in the flesh. But through all those things, I went through and I persevere, And I die faithful to Christ. I have fought the good fight. I ran the race. I kept my faith. That's the first ingredient of testimony of life. The grace of persevering. your faith, the grace of enduring, the grace of being faithful to the end of your life. If you do that, if you persevere in your faith, your life will be an influence to many, many people throughout your whole life. If you keep going to Mass, even if you're the only one in your family, if you're the only Catholic in your family and you keep praying, you keep celebrating the sacraments, if you're the only Christian at work and, and you keep being faithful to Christ in that place, in the long run, if you keep going, you will exercise a strong influence. You will bear witness to Christ. That's what Paul is saying. Fight the good fight. Keep going. Keep racing. Keep fighting till the end. And you will be a witness of Christ. The second thing Paul says is you need to be intense. When you are fighting, you cannot kind of take a break. Like, okay, I'm going to just rest a couple of minutes. No, they will kill you. When you are running, you cannot just keep your phone. You need to be all in. So this image of fight the good fight... It's also an image of intensity. And that's what Paul also exemplifies with his life. He preaches about Jesus, but above all, he testifies with his life the person of Christ. Why? Because he let Christ enter every single aspect of his life. Intensity means disunion, between your faith and your life. Letting Christ enter every single aspect of your life. Or in other words, being all in. Or using the image of Pope Francis, you can either be a part-time Christian or a full-time Christian. Part-time Christian is someone who comes to Mass, you kind of put the Catholic mask, then you leave Mass, You kind of put away that Catholic mask and then you become normal and you continue with your life. And next Sunday, the cycle repeats. If that's how you live your life, you're a part time Christian. It's a good beginning, but it's not enough. In the fight and in the race, you need to be all in, you need to be a full time Christian. And that's what Paul is saying to Timothy let Jesus enter the way you work. Let Jesus enter your finances. Let Jesus enter your relationships. You're dating someone, Jesus needs to be present. The way you live your sexuality, let Jesus be the center, the Lord. Your problems, let him be the Lord. That is to be all in. So when we have these two ingredients, duration and intensity, when we fight the good fight and we strive to fight the good fight, our lives becomes luminous. Our lives becomes a testimony of Christ. And this is what Jesus says in, in the Sermon of the Mount in Matthew 5. He says, your light must shine before others. He says, I am the light of the world. But then he says, your light, the light that My light that is in you must shine before others so that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. So that they may see your life, the way you speak, the way you work, the way you date, the way you drive, the way you eat, your good deeds, and glorify the Father. It's a beautiful challenge and a beautiful invitation. When you are all in and you persevere till the end, your life begins to speak about Jesus. And when people see your life, hopefully they will speak and, and, and think of the Lord. That's a very beautiful thing. That they see your deeds and they glorify your Father. Last week I had the blessing of witnessing a, a very beautiful testimony of life. I was praying on Thursday in, in, in the last seat of a church I always have to take the first seat here in the front so whenever I can I go to the back and this man it was on Thursday we were having adoration he comes with his two daughters they are like six and and ten more or less he kneels in the, the, the the third pew and to the right is one of his daughters to the left his other daughter and they all kneel and he does the sign of the cross and then He teaches them how to do the sign of the cross. He does, he did it many times in the last year. Anyway, and then they prayed in silence before the blessed sacrament. And I thought, what a powerful testimony of this father to his two daughters. What an influence he's teaching them with his life. But also, what a powerful testimony. For me and for all those who are there. That's the beauty of testimony of life. Many times we influence others and we don't know. This man, so, like, he, he kind of influenced me in a positive way. And I didn't say anything to him. That's how our lives are when we fight the good fight. We might go through life influencing many without even us noticing it. So this week, I invite you just a very simple thing. Write that phrase of Paul, fight the good fight. In 1 in Timothy, he says to him, fight the good fight. In this reading, he says, I have fought the good fight. But he also exhorts Timothy, fight the good fight. Pelea el buen combate de la fe. un certamen. So write it down and put it in a... Visible place where you can see it every day when you wake up and pray with it. Today I'm going to fight the good fight. I'm going to persevere in my prayer. I'm going to persevere in my call to follow Jesus, to be a witness in the world. And I'm also going to be impacted in some way by other soldiers. They're not the only ones fighting. There are many others who can also testify to Jesus and influence you. So fight the good fight. Let your light shine before others, that they may see your deeds, your actions, and glorify the Father.